0: What's up, everyone? My name is Stu, and I am Bonkers for Bourbon. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. Thank you for tuning into the cast. Just a quick housekeeping item. I do record on Anchor, the free podcasting app that you can download on your phone. Uh, there's been some changes to the app, some updates, a lot of bells and whistles added. So I'm trying to add a few things to the segment, maybe intro music or something. So bear with me if the episode's a little kind of uh, segmented or jaded, uh, just trying to work through that so but thank you for joining me today is sunday monday is upon us which is awful but i would like to bring you yet another bourbon review from my collection this particular one is a barrel proof bourbon and you guys all know out there that i'm in love with barrel proof bourbons today i'd like to review for you wild turkey rare breed barrel proof kentucky straight bourbon whiskey This particular rare breed from Wild Turkey is uh, barreled at 116.8 proof, so uh, a little bit lower on the spectrum proofage wise when it comes to barrel proof bourbons uh, in general. But this particular product from uh, Wild Turkey has a no age statement bourbon, but is a combination of 6, 8 and 11 year old bourbons that are blended into this particular product. So rare breed started being offered off to the people around 1990. And I'm not sure if it comes out one per year, but they do alter their uh, proofs depending on the batch. And this particular one is 116.8. So let's get into this. Let's get into the rare breed here at Wild Turkey. Let's get into the color. Color is very nice. It's actually more towards the darker side of amber, which is great. Let's get into the nose. Hmm. Very beautiful nose, very spicy cinnamon spice. Maybe a little hints of vanilla. Now remember, wild turkey is really known for the heavy, heavy char they do on their barrels. They like the alligator chars that's known, uh, the heaviest char you can do because they believe the higher the char, the more flavor you're going to give to your bourbon. So definitely coming out here in the nose a little bit, kind of getting this nice caramel vanilla as well. Let's take a taste, shall we? So please cheers out out there with me as I say, be true to yourself, screw what other people think, and drink more. Mm. Wow. So initially you get just this pop of spiciness right in the beginning. It's a pop of like really nice rice spice with like kind of a cinnamon hint to it as well, fading off into a vanilla, caramel, uh, pepperiness towards the back end. So let's go on and take another taste of this. Because why not? Hmm. Yeah, this particular bourbon, all of the flavors in the front end, and then kind of just fades towards the back end as you're drinking it. But yeah, that front end you get just beautiful spice, beautiful cinnamon, pepper, kind of fades off to caramel vanilla. And the finish is actually quite long, kind of lingers but does deliver that warming hug that you like to see down your exophagus. So, let's continue. One more taste here. Hmm. Yeah, if you are a rye fan, this would be the one for you. I think the the mash bill is 75% corn. And uh, 75% corn, I think, maybe uh, 10 to 13% rye. The rest being malted barley. I think 12% malted barley uh, is what I could remember. So... Uh, One of the perks uh, that Anchor updated is they don't cut you off at five minutes anymore, so the segments should not be broken up, knock on wood, as I can just move on and continue and say, of course, I like to review bourbons neat, but also with water added, so I will be adding the old limestone mixing water. The official companion of Kentucky bourbon, limestone filtered, pick a bottle of yours. They come in one liter bottles on amazon.com for about $4. Uh, That is the best price I can find. Good for adding water to your neat bourbons, as a mixer into cocktails, or even making your simple syrups. So just a little bit. Just a hint. Now, I'm curious to see how the water kind of reacts because it's already kind of a spicier bourbon. I'm trying to see if the water really adds to that spiciness or detracts from it and how it's going to proof down already kind of a lower proof, barrel proof bourbon. It's a lot of proofs in that. So let's get into the nose this time with water. So, water is definitely kind of taking everything down a notch, just making it a little more subtle, but the nose is pretty similar to what it was, just a little more subtle. Yep. So let's go ahead and get a taste of Rare Breed, this time with water added. Hmm. So the water does cut the spice down a little bit, but what I've noticed is towards the back end, it just gives it a little more astringency, a little more acetone uh, vibe towards the back end, which was a little harsh on the taste buds. So let me go ahead and uh, kill the glass here. yeah gives it a uh ooh just gives it a, a, a more of a chemical acetone flavor to it uh not a huge fan of the water in this one just kills the beautiful spice that it had before of the kind of cinnamon and just kind of turns it into more alcoholic um chemically flavor so uh definitely for this one I say avoid water it's already kind of a lower uh proof bourbon for being barrel proof so I think on its own is definitely uh, right. Uh, so, no water for this one. This is one you definitely, uh, I don't think, would really want to put into cocktails or anything like that. This is definitely kind of a, a neat bourbon that you can put on your shelf uh, if you're into barrel proofs like I am. It is a must-own for you. So, wild turkey rare breed. Uh, the research I did on this is kind of strange. The, you know, the 116.8 is slightly higher than their last round. The last round of the wa- of the rare breed was around 112 proof. And there's just been people in the industry who kind of think the rare breed proofs are quite low when it comes to barrel-proof bourbons. Which is ironic and funny given that people think that the Wild Turkey 101, you know, their staple bourbon is quite high for what a normal bourbon should be. Because remember, bourbons kind of typically hang around 90 proof uh, and the Wild Turkey is a 101. This is 101 proof, right? So, just the irony of it is, they think that the rare breed barrel proof is kind of low, and the Wild Turkey 101 is kind of high. Sounds like they can't win, quite honestly. Uh, but I have to say, this is a quality bourbon. Uh, here in Washington, you can pick it up for around $40 or so. Uh, that's before the unbelievably terrible Washington state liquor taxes. Um, here in Washington, we pay about an extra 22% on top of the sticker price. Uh, that is awful. I, I, let me know, call on the anchor, if you have worse taxes where you are and just getting manhandled by government when it comes to that. Uh, let me know. Love to hear from you. Uh, but my bonkers for bourbon rating for this particular bourbon, again, I'm a huge fan of barrel proofs. I love uh, the aspect of it not being proofed down and uh, tasting as it was poured from the barrel to your glass. But when it comes to barrel proofs, it's a little bit lower on my favorite spectrum when it comes to other barrel proofs that I've tried. Like, for example, the Elijah Craig or the E.H. Taylor or any uh, of the others that I've had. So my rating for this value, I'm giving this a value of a solid C. You know, value-wise, it is, I think it is a little high priced, uh, especially compared to other ones, like I said, like maybe George, George Stagg Jr. Uh, or Elijah Craig. Um, Flavor-wise, so a C for value, flavor, I'm giving this a solid B. Uh, B for me, it's kind of right in the middle of the pack when it comes to barrel proofs or so. And I think a B uh, for the flavor rating is acceptable. So I say a C for value, B for flavor. Pick up a bottle of yours and see what you think. For me personally, I just think Wild Turkey goes a little above and beyond on the spice factor. It is a higher rye. And then uh, that extra char they add to the barrel is just sometimes... Uh, agrees with me, and sometimes doesn't agree with me, where I always believed I was a fan of Wild Turkey 101, and unfortunately, it came in last when I did my blind flight of the top grossing bourbons, which included Jim Beam, Evan Williams, Maker's Mark, and of course, Wild Turkey. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Remember, without bourbon, what's the point? I am Stu, and I am bongus for Bourbon. Tune in next time, and we'll see what is on our shelf next. Thanks.